What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, it's Monique. I hope that all is well. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is episode 43 of the Brown Vegan Podcast. You can find out more about what I do and how I do it at brownvegan.com. And of course, you can follow me on social media at Brown Vegan, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Snapchat. Snapchat is actually one of my new favorites. So check me out on all those different platforms. I hope all is well. It's really good to be back um, chatting with you and, of course, sharing some of my experiences. This podcast, I actually started in late 2013 to have conversations with other vegans because I didn't feel like there was enough information out there, especially from uh, the black vegan perspective. And so that's why I started this show and also to share some of my experiences like I'm going to do in this solo episode today. And I just wanted to share some tips on how to get back on track if you're struggling with your vegan journey. Um, I know from experience how it can be when, you know, you don't feel like things are going as well for you. And so I just really want to talk about that because I think that this is um, common for a lot of people. And I remember when I first became a vegan in 2010 and I was just finding out so much information about factory farming and environmental um, just devastation that happens from not being vegan, from meat production, and just all of the d- things that can happen to you as far as your health. And when I start reading all of those things and researching things, I remember thinking to myself, now that I've made this transition, I don't see how I can ever go back. Now that I know the truth, now that I know how things are and I can never understand. I remember at that time, I could never understand how people become vegan and then they fall off track because it's like, you know, now, you know, it's like a conviction of your consciousness at this point. So it's like, how in the world can you know all of this information, be a vegan for several years and then transition back to a standard American diet? I used to always wonder, like, how in the world did that happen? For myself, I will say that I felt like for like the first three years, I've been a vegan since 2010, but the first three years of my journey, I felt like I was a quote unquote perfect vegan. Life just happened. Felt like I was having a lot of emotional eating and it was just like all of these different things going on in my personal life. And I felt like it was really affecting how I was eating. And I think this can be true for so many other people as well. And so it was like a roller coaster ride for a long time. I felt like after that, you know, I would be doing so well for about six months and then I would be back off and then I would be doing so well again and then I would be back off. And I'm not saying that it would be like weeks and weeks at a time of me, you know, eating non-vegan food or anything like that. It would just be something, oh, it has a little bit of cheese and okay, I'll just eat it. Or I'm out and this is going on. Oh, okay, I'm not going to worry about it too much. So it was just like slip back into my life 
um, on occasion. And I felt like I wasn't as um, diligent about making sure that everything was vegan. Um, There's a point in my life when that was going on. And so because of that, I didn't, I wasn't as harsh. I didn't as harshly judge other people when they decided that they didn't want to be vegan anymore because I could relate to that. You know, I was just, I was struggling. I had my own struggles, you know? So it was like, how can I judge someone else's life? And so today I want to give you some tips on how to get back on track if you are struggling with this, because I know that it's probably more common than most people talk about. So the first tip I want to give you is to read some books or watch some documentaries or do both on how to transition to a vegan lifestyle and why this lifestyle is so important. I think I just think getting back to the basics will really help you um, get clear again about why you're doing this. I think a lot of times we want to transition for health reasons and this is like a good lifestyle for that. But at the same time, I also feel as though um, in my experience that health is not enough of a reason to be vegan. You probably need a bigger purpose than that. In my experience, I felt like, you know, of course we all want to be healthy. We want to live a healthy, long, beautiful life and all of those things. However, Food is so ingrained in us. Like that's just everything for so many of us. And it's just like so many cultural things, uh, so many cultural reasons of why we eat the way we do. Everybody around us is eating whatever they want. So if you get really clear about why you're doing this and make it a purpose bigger than yourself, I do think it makes a difference. Me being a vegan for animal cruelty reasons and also for environmental reasons makes to me a bigger difference than just me doing it for myself. Um, It makes me feel like I am contributing to the world in a bigger and better way. So when it becomes more than just being about Monique and just being about Monique's family, then it makes a huge difference in how I'm able to maintain this lifestyle. And this is just based on my own experiences, but I'm sure this can be true for so many as well. So just read some, get clear, like what helped you transition in the first place? What planted the seed to make you want to be vegan in the first place? Go back to those sources and get more information. So the second tip I want to give you is to work on a way to replace some of the ingredients that are causing you the most issues. I know for a lot of people, eggs and cheese are the struggle. They are truly the struggle for so many people. So there are so many options out there for eggs and cheese replacements. It's not like uh, cheese replacements in the early 2000s. It's gotten so much better. Field Roast makes amazing cheese slices. Also, when it comes to eggs, you can use flaxseed in water. You can use that in your um, in your baking. You can also use energy egg replacer. The way I look at it when it comes to as far as egg replacements and cheese replacements is don't approach it like it tastes exactly like what you expect um, from traditional eggs and cheese. Because my thing is, if it did taste that way, everyone would already be doing it, right? It would already be something that's common. So just approach it like a new experience with an open mind and it will get better. I mean, there are some cheeses and some eggs out there that are comparable to what you know very close to what you know but if you go into it with the open mind it gets better I promise there's a replacement out there for you to make the transition easier all you need to do is just go to google and then search what you're looking for you can find homemade recipes for things that you're looking for and also you can find some prepackaged options as well and I know some people don't like the replacements and they're like don't eat those things and I get that I understand why they're saying that but at the same time I think that they do have a purpose and they do make things 
a lot easier, especially when you're transitioning, especially when you're struggling. It's good to be able to have those options out there. So the third tip I want to give you is you have to make vegan life a priority if you want to move forward. And what I mean by that is a lot of us are just used to eating whatever, even eating what's on sale, eating what's available, whatever feels convenient to you. We're just so accustomed to eating that way overall, you know? So you have to make vegan life a priority if you want to stay on track. And this includes meal planning, researching, reading food labels, finding recipes, watching other people live this lifestyle, connecting with other people that have this lifestyle, watching YouTube videos, reading books, etc. You have to make this lifestyle a priority if you want to move forward. Meal planning can be a major struggle. So if you figure out a way to um, have some go-to meals for quick meals, look for recipes that are 30 minutes or less, things like that, it will really make it a lot easier for you to stay on track. But you also have to be open to experimenting and making this lifestyle a part of your everyday life, like it is a lifestyle, right? You have to make a decision that this is something that you want to do so that you can move forward. Because if you don't, you'll always uh, hop back and forth and you'll never be decisive about whether or not this is for you. So make a decision, make vegan life a priority. Try not to stress yourself out and just take it day by day and it will really make a difference. So in the next tip, I want you to think about what is going on in your life that is affecting you going back and forth. And I think it's important to be really reflective in this fourth tip. And what I mean by that is for myself, I know that depression, um, emotional eating, self-loathing, all of those things contribute to why I was having issues with food. When you're not feeling good about your life and feeling good about what's going on in yourself, it does make a difference in how you eat and how we treat ourselves, you know? And I know that maybe not everybody thinks of it this way, but a lot of times how you eat is how you feel about yourself. So think about what's going on in your life and reflect on those things. And what do you need to do to change so that food does not feel like it's um, not as important to you? Sometimes I get emails from people and they say that they're struggling with being vegan and they really want to transition, but, you know, they can barely buy basic food. Their car broke down. They lost their job. Someone passed away. There's so many other factors that go on in our lives that the last thing we care about is cooking and eating right. You know, when things are not good in our lives, I know sometimes it's really difficult to stay on track. So in my experience, I think it's important to think about what is going on that's affecting the way you eat? How can you fix those things and then come back to the food? Sometimes you really do just need to take a little break from the food. And even though I think that the food contributes to how we feel about ourselves overall anyway, I think that sometimes it's okay to just take a moment get our personal lives in order, and then come back to this journey. Because when you're trying to do everything at one time, all it does is make you feel even more overwhelmed. It makes you beat up yourself even more. And it's just not fair. It's just not fair. So don't treat yourself like that. Please be gentle with yourself. So it truly is a process. Don't feel like um, you have to do everything at one time. Go ahead and get your personal life together and then come back to this. Now, you definitely want to try to eat as many fresh fruits and vegetables. You want to make sure that you're having, you know, taking care of yourself as much as you can. You definitely want to do that. But don't give yourself the additional pressure of having to be vegan on top of everything else that's going on incorporate additional changes as things improve in your life you know be proactive to get your life together so that you can focus on getting your health together as well 
So the last tip I want to give you is to stop beating yourself up. I know for myself that when I beat myself up, all it does is make me eat worse and it makes me feel worse. So just understand that, you know, we're not perfect. No one is perfect. And anybody who pretends to be perfect, I'm just like, uh uh-uh, <laughs> I'm not paying attention to you. But seriously, just be gentle with yourself. Take it day by day. Work as hard as you can to make your life the way you want it to be. And I promise that it will get so much better. I think that it's, we're just not, sometimes I just feel like we're not patient enough with ourselves. And I'm saying this from my own experience. I just don't think that we are. So just be patient with yourself. Continue to make uh, gradual changes in your life every day. And I just know that it will get so much easier and so much better for you as time goes on. It just takes some time to get on track the way that you want to. And even when you've been vegan for a long time, you can, you know, when I say that 10, 15 years, that doesn't mean that you won't um, have any issues with food later on in your life. That doesn't mean that you're going to be a perfect vegan for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? So just be really gentle with yourself and I promise that things will get better. So just to quickly recap, um, what you should do to get back on track if you are struggling with food is to get clear about your why by reading books and watching documentaries, gradually start replacing ingredients. Just go ahead and replace them with more healthier and more compassionate options. The third thing you should do is make vegan life a priority, and that includes meal planning, you know, your grocery shopping, your researching, make it a priority because that will make a difference. Make a decision that this is going to be a lifestyle for you. The fourth one is to evaluate your personal life. Um, Think about how you can start to uh, take care of all of the things that the chaos that may be going on in your personal life that's affecting the way you eat. And lastly, be gentle with yourself because this is truly a process and it will get so much better once you're patient and you are consistent. So yeah, those are the tips that I wanted to give you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it was helpful. I'll put all of the show notes at brownvegan.com under episode 43. Thank you so, so much for listening. I really appreciate it. And I will talk to you soon. Have a good one. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.